Hey everyone, it is Jeff from MCS Magazine. Welcome to podcast episode number 197. You know, one of the things that I've been promising myself for probably for a few years now is to try my hand at building out my own unregistered, untraceable AR-15. But honestly, I'm, I'm really not that handy, and I've always been intimidated by the entire process. Now, if you're in the same boat or you've at least been curious about the truth behind the legality and the mechanics of building out your own AR-15 or other firearms, then this is the podcast episode for you. And don't worry about taking notes because we've done all the heavy lifting for you with our own show notes, including a handy-dandy one-page cheat sheet that you can pick up absolutely free over at www.mcsmagazine.com slash 197. Or even better, you can get a free DVD on the step-by-step process for building out your own firearms by going to our guest website over at www.undergroundguns.com. And now, let's start the show. bullets were flying, your adrenaline surging, would you hit your target? If the world as you know it crumbled tomorrow, collapsed into chaos, would you know how to survive? If you and those you loved were cornered by a gang, violently attacked, could you protect them? Could you protect them? Could you protect them? Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. Ghost guns. One of the biggest trends in the firearms world today is the concept of actually building your own weapon. Let's say an AR-15. That's 100% invisible to the government in knowing that you own it and 100% legal to own. Now, if you've been following us for any length of time, you've most likely seen our emails about some of the reasons why you should build your own firearm. But my guess is that many of you fall into the same trap that I do. Me, not being very handy with tools, mechanical drawings, or even chopsticks, in that you may feel like building out your own firearm is too complicated and the hassle isn't worth it. Well, today's guest says that you may be surprised how simple it is to build your own unregistered guns. In fact, he's here to tell us how to do it, as well as share the benefits of actually taking it on as your newest project. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival Magazine, and executive director of the New World Patriot Alliance with another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. And with us today to talk about the ghost gun process is Caleb Lee. Caleb, welcome to the program. Hey, good to be here, Jeff. Listen, many of you probably seen me do emails about Caleb before. He's actually new to our network, and he has a lot of great information out there, a lot of great training, and this is kind of his specialty area. So I'm really excited to kind of get him on here because you've probably seen from us before many of these emails. Now, Caleb is the number one best-selling author of Concealed Carry 101 and founder of PreparedGunOwners.com, a site that's dedicated to sharing information about self-defense, tactical firearms training, and self-reliance. Now, he's a first-degree black belt in Taekwondo. He's an NRA-certified basic pistol and personal protection inside the home instructor, a concealed carry academy instructor, and also a graduate of the Range Master Firearms Instructor course. Now, Caleb is the author of numerous online courses, including the Underground Assault Rifle course. And to learn more about Caleb and especially this type of training, make sure that you go and visit him on his website at www.undergroundguns.com. Dot com. Okay, Caleb, let's go ahead and get started in this now. First of all, 
let's let's start with the obvious question. So yes, there is Second Amendment issues that are out there. There are people that are worried about having their guns taken away by the gun grabbers, but for the majority of, of Americans, we can still go into a gun store. We can go in and purchase a gun. We get it. We go home with it. Done deal. Nice and simple. Nice and easy. It's all good to go. So why should I even go through the the time, the hassle, the effort of creating one of these unregistered ghost guns? Yeah, um, that's a good question, especially now. Um, I think it's pretty obvious that now is one of the you know, when, when we're recording this is probably one of the best times ever for prices of guns and everything. <laughs> and I think that has to do like with the, uh, political environment, you know, when that type of stuff changes, it can totally change the, the availability of guns, the availability of the parts and everything else. And that's why, that's kind of why, how I got into it. You know, I couldn't find an AR-15 when I wanted one. And then I kind of discovered this whole process. So, uh, but more than that, I think like to me, just as soon as I heard about it, even if like I could have bought an AR-15 at that time, if they weren't sold out, uh, you know, like just that immediately appeals to me. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of Americans are pretty patriotic and have a, a pretty healthy distrust of, you know, government or overreach. And like you said, gun grabbers and everything. So to me, just the even if it, it's an expense and time or effort or money or whatever it is, you know, to me, I mean, it just it seems totally worth it. It just seems like a really uh, unique and cool way to put power back in your hands, you know, and like kind of claim your privacy and nobody has to know about it, like you said. And I mean, it's a to me, the way I believe it, it's a fundamental self-defense, you know, fun, self-defense is a fundamental right. So this just is right in line with everything that I'm, I'm about. So to me, I mean, it's never really been an issue, but yeah. Well, and, and I think you also and, bring up uh, bring up an important point also, because when um, in fact, I was in my local Cabela's on on voting day for the 2016 presidential election and they had every single employee like ready to go because like, everybody thought Hillary was going to win. So they had the entire back storeroom of my local Cabela's was filled with AR-15s. They had every single employee mandatory you will be on the day after election day you will be in the store ready to take on the onslaught of purchases and of course trump won so there's all these like now there's this big overstock of ar-15s now but a point that you bring up is what if it didn't go that way like this is a way that you don't know what the next election is going to be like or the election after that and so this is a a way that you can build an insurance plan so to speak like the time to buy a weapon exactly. isn't when you need it. The time to have an unregistered mm-hmm. weapon isn't when, you know, where you desperately need to have one in your arms because it, laws could go into effect very quickly that could change all of that. So, so it, I think that's a really important point. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, it, and not to get political about it, but it, um, people need to realize that just because of who's in the, in the, the White House, I mean, under Reagan, you know, some of the, the worst gun control laws in our country were passed, you know. And a lot of people, you know, he's kind of a hero uh, to the right. And then, of course, you know, some people don't like Hillary, whatever it is, you know, uh, power is power. And, you know, it can change at a moment's notice. And you don't have control over that. The only thing you have control over is what you do now. And, uh, I mean, like you said, it's not when you need it is when you should do it. It's kind of like you dig that well before you need it, you know, because who knows when you will need it. It's the same thing with, like, food storage, right? Like, why would you go through the expense now when I can just go to the grocery store? Yeah, and that's a point that we also try to bring out to people as well is that it it really doesn't matter who that person is that's sitting in the big chair at the White House. I mean, even though – and I think too often people get too lackadaisical when it comes to, oh, my guy's in the White House or my girl's in the White House, whatever whatever side you're on. And we 
And we cater to both sides. And for, for I mean, anybody that wants to deal with self-protection. And so, you know, and even Trump surprised a lot of people with disparaging comments about the NRA. And we, you know, everybody thought he's, he's in our corner or whatever. So, so those are, those are all really good, really good points. So, so the, Caleb, the next question that I have for you really is um, kind of the, the big one here when it comes to this topic. Like, can it really be legal to create an unregistered weapon? I mean, obviously, we tell people all the time, like, the fastest way to lose your Second Amendment right is to be a dumbass with your own gun. Everybody's always worried about, oh, Obama's going to take our guns. Hillary's going to take our guns. Or even Trump's going to take our guns. California's going to take our guns. Somebody's going to take our guns. No. The person who is going to eliminate your ability to ever own a gun is you being a dumbass with your gun. Now, we mostly talk about that from the standpoint of um, doing something illegal with your gun, whether that is brandishing your firearm, pulling it out, firing a warning shot, just stupid things that average people do that they think they can do that all of a sudden makes you a felon and you can't you can't have a weapon anymore. But when it comes to building your own unregistered weapon, I don't want to get in trouble with the law by having this illegal gun. So how can this possibly not be against the law to build my own unregistered gun? Yeah, it's one of those things you first hear it, you're like, there's no way, right? But, um, yeah, it's, uh, for one, you can go right to the uh, ATS website and look, and they, they even have, like, a frequently asked questions, and this is one of the frequently asked questions <laughs> if you need a license to do that. Uh, to build your own firearm. Uh, the first thing I'll say is I'm not a lawyer, so this is not legal advice. You know, Jeff, you're not a lawyer. We're not giving legal advice. So like you said, the, the easiest way to lose your rights, the easiest way to lose what you have is to be a dumbass with what you already have. So you need to research this all on a personal level. But the, the, I guess the backup and give a 30,000, you know, foot view, the easiest way I've found, cause I get this question a lot to explain this to someone is if in your state, your county, your town, whatever, if you can go to the gun store and buy a gun there, then it would be legally you would legally be able to build that yourself unregistered with no license, anything else. OK, and I explain it that way because um, it makes it a little easier. Right. If I live in California, I can't go buy a standard uh, configuration AR-15 with uh, standard capacity, 30 round magazine. Right. So that would be illegal to build in California. Right. So my my state laws would still be in effect where I'm living. So all that has to be taken into account. But on a federal level, uh, according to the Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms Bureau, uh, you know, yeah, you, you need no special license to manufacture it yourself. If you're manufacturing these with the intent to sell them, then, yes, absolutely, you're going to have to get a manufacturing license. Uh, if you're going to build guns and sell them, you know, federal firearms license, all that stuff that you'd have to do, um, you know, if you were the next guy to start a Colt or a uh, whatever, Bushmaster or some other company, right? Uh, but yeah, manufacturing for your own use, not a problem. Awesome. Okay, we've been talking with Caleb Lee of UndergroundGuns.com about how to build your own unregistered ghost gun to safeguard your Second Amendment rights, all 100% legal. And we have a lot more coming up, including a current listing of the type of guns that you can build, a reality check for the not-so-handy knuckleheads like me, who are probably kidding themselves and thinking maybe I actually can build a gun without looking as bad as my Cub Scout birdhouse project. And trust me, my Cub Scout birdhouse project really sucked pretty bad. It wasn't pretty. And finally, a simplified step-by-step process for building your own gun and starting out your first project. All that and more coming right up. But first, check out this special message. Are you a proud defender of the Second Amendment? Are you tired of your whiny sister-in-law's liberal tantrums about the need for more gun control? <laughs> 
Are you infuriated with government gun grabbers trying to strip you of your God-given right to own a nuclear bazooka? Well, my fellow patriot, it's time for a Smackdown. Smackdown. In our free 2AD Smackdown debate guide, you'll discover how to win any gun control argument armed with three questions. That's right. Just ask these three simple questions and watch as that smug little smile disappears from their little face of even the most ignorant know-it-all liberal. Plus, you'll discover easy, fact-based, can't-lose, crybaby comebacks for the most common myths, misinformation, and outright lies. Like, gun shows are the criminals' flea market. Countries with tighter gun control have lower crime rates. Banning guns protects our children. More control keeps guns out of the hands of crazy people. And a whole lot more. Arm yourself now with the ultimate argument winner by claiming your free copy of 2AD Smackdown. Visit www.2adsmackdown.com. That's the number 2, adsmackdown.com. And now, back to our show. Okay, we're back with Caleb Lee of undergroundguns.com, who's showing us the fun, fast, and simple way to build your own unregistered ghost guns to add to your arsenal. So it's time to get our hands dirty with the how-tos. But first, I always have to ask. So, Caleb, assuming that I've dotted all my I's, crossed all my T's and everything, what, kind, what, are my, what are my options for guns that I can build? What, what sort of ghost guns um, can we build? Like what that we can find the parts for that are, that are simple enough to put together ourselves? Yeah. I mean, theoretically, you could build anything, right? Uh, but it, the, the market kind of dictates what's the easiest to build, right? So, like, when I first uh, found out about this and started doing it, it was pretty much just AR-15s. And, uh, you know, the AR-15, as you probably know, and a lot of people listening, is just so modular People are already comfortable, like, taking them apart and putting their own customizations on them. So, you know, it's pretty easy to see how those are easy to build. But, I mean, since that time, I've built an AR-15. Uh, I've built um, multiple AR-15s. I've built, you know, AK-47s, um, AR-308, which is, you know, like an AR-15 but shoots a 308 caliber. Um, I've built a Glock style. Um, I say Glock style because Glock is very protective of their trademarks. <laughs> but it's basically a Glock handgun. It takes all the parts of uh, – uh, Glock handguns and, um, you know, uh, a 1911 pistol handgun. Um, geez, what am I missing out on? Uh, I just finished a 22 long rifle, uh, semi-automatic rifle that, that I haven't really released details about. So I'm kind of keeping that a surprise, but there's also that coming. And that's the really cool thing about this is, um, it really seems like a, a, it, the idea is caught on, you know, people, whether it's a do it yourself movement or the maker movement or something like that. I think there's a, a trend in the country. Like people like to do things themselves. And uh, just for all the reasons we were talking about, like why you would want to do this, um, you know, I, I I guess it's really gotten popular because people keep coming out with more and more uh, solutions like that. So I foresee in the future, I mean, it's just going to be unlimited, the things you can do, especially look at where it, it's important too. when I talk about this. Some people think um, the big story a couple of years ago was like the 3D printing and everything. Uh, the, the way that I teach people how to build ghost guns has got nothing to do with that. Um, but I, I think in the future, you know, we're going to see much, much more of that. I mean, you just look at, you know, in our lifetime, you know, how printers have evolved and the fact that I have one in my office now that, you know, is crazy. I could, I, 10 years ago, there's no way I could have afforded it, but now it's even more powerful or whatever. You know, same thing with the cell phones we got. So I think we will be printing guns in the future. But for right now, yeah, I mean, there's kind of unlimited with the stuff you got. Um, 
those are the major platforms. But, uh, I mean, even within each of those, right, you can come up with different variations. Like right now, uh, with AR-15, for example, again, you know, the standard chamber is 556-223, right? But you could do it in 300 blackout. You could do it in 762 by 39, which is normally the AK-47 round. Uh, and now like pistol, pistol caliber carbines are, are a big deal. People really like the like nine millimeter, uh, AR-15 rifles. So, I mean, there's plenty of variations within that too. So you could build like, you know, however many variations of AR-15s and each one goes like that. Hmm. I didn't realize that there were, that, I mean, that were, there were that many options. I know that you have several DVDs on how to do this. And I know, right. You know, you, I know this is a mission for you. I know that you really, like you're really trying to get this out to people um, for the purposes of of being them more being more prepared. I know you, that's like the theme of your entire website and everything, but you've even made these um, free to people for them to be able to get like these DVDs to actually show it to themselves. But I didn't realize there were that many options. I know you have a bunch of DVDs on this um, over your website. Just once again, plug for the website undergroundguns.com will will help you to kind of see more like specifically exactly how to do this, but. But Caleb, I, I know a lot of our listeners are wondering about the same thing. I mean, it's fine for somebody who, um, you know, is like um, is in the actual like um, the do-it-yourself kind of movement, or like somebody that is handy. I am not handy. I am the least handy person on the entire planet. And um, so I have to ask, like, what about the average Joe? What if I'm not handy? And don't have a machine shop or drill press and stuff like that. Like, how 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 simple is this for people to do? Yeah, uh, that's also the good news. <laughs> I I I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, I wouldn't. I can fumble around, but you know, I can do some things. But I'm definitely. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call myself a craftsman by any means. Uh, and you know, I can fix some things around the house, but it's not going to be pretty. And I mean, I was definitely in the same boat uh, when I started. I, to me, like guns, what happened in the inside of them was like a black box, right? I mean, I grew up around guns, you know, shooting them as a kid and all that and we went camping all the time. And, but, um, literally, you know, I had no idea how they worked or anything like that. So it was a complete, you know, I started from scratch, uh, from zero to, and in my early builds, I mean, you can tell they're, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty banged together <laughs> type, type builds. But, um, yeah, so I, it really, again, this goes with the technology thing too. And as the more popularity with this, the, the tools are getting better. Like, uh, I highly recommend the use of a jig. We can talk about later specific stuff, but there's, there's a lot of tools that kind of help you along the path. And, you know, like you said, I got the DVDs and everything that helps, but, um, really just, I wouldn't be scared of it. Um, I wouldn't say, I don't know if I'd say anybody could do it, but I, I, I don't think it's as technical as many people think, you know? Um, and, and thankfully, uh, you're probably not going to have something blow up in your hands. You know, I think that a lot of people think that too, you know, there's ways to safely test fire these things after you get it done. Um, so yeah, jump in with both feet, even if you don't think you have the technical skills, because I don't think it's as hard as you think. Hmm. Yeah. I, I know you've talked before uh, when, when we've talked about it, um, the prospect of me actually, cause I, this has been like on my project list for so long, but I am intimidated by it. I mean, it is an intimidating thing be- because I'm not handy. And so, I know that some of this stuff can be done by like local shops. Like it's, there's a coordination thing that can happen as well. It's not like you have to have a basement filled with power, power drills and things like that, that there are other alternative options that you have for this. In fact, I think you've even done some live camps in the past where people have come out and you've actually built stuff right there to kind of walk people through everything. So I know that there are different resources, even for those people that find themselves truly, um, you know, not very handy. So Caleb, with, with all this being said, let's, let's talk about it. So, 
we've, we've kind of danced around. We've kind of eliminated the fear maybe, um, that I can't do this because I'm not handy or whatever, but, but let's actually talk about the how to, how to build your own unregistered firearm. So I know that your videos go into step by step, take you by the hand, walk you through the entire process. And I know you give it away for free also on your website. But for those people that are listening, that to kind of take, get them over that next hump to where they go and check out one of those DVDs, um, can you give us kind of a simplified step-by-step view of, of how to build out your own? Let's, let's take an AR for 15, for example, but basically the, the step-by-step of it. Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, the easiest way, so we'll start with, you know, kind of the, the foundation, like kind of the secret, you know, to give it away is um, every firearm, right? Like uh, an AR-15, we're talking about that. You got the barrel, you got the lower receiver, upper receiver, buttstock, you know, magazine, like what what is an actual firearm, right? So the ATF defines this very narrowly, you know, and it's only a certain part of each firearm. So whether that's an AR-15, AK-47, 1911 pistol, Glock pistol, anything, right? They got to pick like a certain part and say, this is the firearm because otherwise you have all these accessories, right? Um, and everything else is pretty much considered an accessory except for that particular part. So with the AR-15, for example, we're using that as an example, uh, that would be the lower receiver. So that's the part where like all the trigger components go and the hammer, you know, and the sear and all that. And that's the stuff. Basically you pull the trigger, it makes it go bang, right? That's the, the part that the ATF defines as, as the actual firearm. So, you know, step one would be to get this uh, receiver or the part that would become a firearm, but you get it in a state that's not complete yet. So, uh, again, the ATF has to d- decide, you know, the, the, the laws and everything. Like, at what point it, does a piece of metal become an actual firearm? And when are we going to start regulating it? So they've chosen this point where it is uh, basically they call it a stripped AR-15 receiver where you could easily just take the trigger, stick it in there, put in your uh, sear, everything else, and snap together your gun, and, you know, that's a firearm, right? But if that lower receiver is not yet complete, you know, the the industry has kind of come up with terms calling it an 80% receiver, and there's no official definition. I don't think the ATF's ever really even said a 80% receiver, but that's about how far along it is. So you got an unfinished receiver, basically, no matter what firearm you're building. And then, you know, you're going to finish it. So uh, step two, step two is to get the tools together that you need. And uh, the, the key point here, and I mentioned it earlier, was uh, you, know, you, you need a good jig. And that kind of eliminates a lot of the worries that you were talking about before is, um, you know, a jig just is like a device that kind of uh, holds the receiver and makes sure that you're, you're drilling holes in the correct spots and kind of makes it brain dead simple. You know, um, that way you don't have to follow blueprints and, and do like really. I mean, you got to think like how specific measurements must be in order to, <laughs> to build a firearm, but a jig kind of eliminates most of that stuff. So, you know, getting the proper tools, I would say, is the next step. And then, um, you know, step three is really just, you know, take the, the tools, take the, the unfinished receiver and, you know, follow a good set of instructions. And just at, at that point, it's pretty much step by step. And uh, before long, you know, you'll you'll drill these holes, you'll mill out the fire control pocket, and you'll have a, you know, your own firearm. You turn to what is essentially legally 100%, you know, a piece of aluminum in the, the, the eyes of the law, and you'll turn it into a firearm all of your own. And then at that point, you, you build it however you want. Wow. That's, does that help? Yeah, it, it does. Um, I'm trying to figure out what a jig is. But so for those people out there, like if I went to Amazon, I could find a jig, right? Like I could do that, right? Uh, or, I think a local hardware store, yeah. like the Home Depot, would have a jig, right? See, everybody's uh, they have right now. Like, like I, I told yeah. you, I wasn't handy. Like, I have no freaking clue what a jig is. So, 
Um, <laughs> yeah, so, they, yeah, so like Home Depot would sell jigs, but it's probably like, uh, you know, a jig for cutting um, like molding or something like that. Right. So it's like a device they build that holds the molding in a certain position. So you cut it the right way. So the people that, you know, as this like kind of do it yourself, ghost gun thing has kind of grown, there's people that are producing these jigs. So that would, mm-hmm. and it's a device that kind of snaps around the receiver and you screw it in and it holds it in the right place. And then it already has holes like, you know, and uh, marks for, you know, directing where your drill bit should go and things like that, you know, to make it easier. So it's, okay. it's, it's uh, yeah, it's like a guide, basically. Gotcha. Okay. That makes it simple. Yeah. And yeah. if, and if somebody, like if, if, if even that mystifies people or anything, or if, if that's a challenge for people, um, there are other, like people might have friends that have these. If they, a lot of people, in fact, I've relied a lot on like handier friends than me. That's something wrong with my car. I know I'm not touching it because there's no telling what's going to happen to it. So, um, so you might, so people that are out there, you might have a friend that has a jig, knows what a jig is or whatever. Or um, there might be a local machine shop also that you might be able to work with um, on something like this, like something that you might be able to kind of team up with somebody to be able to do this that maybe has either the knowledge or the equipment, um, even if it's just the equipment, and you can ask to borrow yeah. it for a little bit. I, I, yeah, I'll jump in right there. Um, I'm pretty sure it'd be perfectly fine to borrow tools and things like that. The machine shop thing uh, – gets into like a gray area legally. And I do know a couple of years ago, there were some uh, outfits out in California that got shut down. Uh, they were having people come in and use their CNC machines. And I guess the ATF disagreed that pressing the button was manufacturing your own firearm. So it was kind of like they were making them for people. And so there's some gray area there. Um, but yeah, definitely having mechanically minded friends. I got like a good friend of mine, you know, he can come over and see exactly how I screwed something up. You know, <laughs> and in like two <laughs> seconds, it'll take me all day. And it's just some people have that mechanical mind, you know, they're like, okay, X, X equals Z or whatever. And, uh, yeah, people can help, uh, lean on your friends. But, um, yeah, once you get the proper tools together and you got a good set of instructions, it's really not as hard as you think. And, and you'll kind of learn by doing, um, again, it, it's like anything, right? Like we couldn't walk when we were babies and you just, you fall down, you fall down, you do it. My first AR-15, I mean, the drilling job I did was not good. You know, I I, went, I didn't, like, screw up the receiver, but, you know, the cuts weren't nice and pretty. Uh, but, you know, the more I did it, the better I got. And, uh, you know, doing different guns, you just kind of find out commonalities and everything. So, um, I don't know, that kind of circles back to, to what we were talking about before. Like, why would you do this? To me, it's, like, another skill set that I've developed where it's, like, before, like I said, completely mystified by how a gun works. Like, you, kind of, you know, I could field strip it or whatever and clean it. But, um, you know, it was very intimidating to get to a certain point, you know, like, oh, I'm going to screw this thing up or, or whatever. So doing this is demystify guns, maybe understand guns better, um, you know, and I think maybe a more, you know, self-reliant person. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's good. It's a good skill set to have. Yeah. Awesome. Caleb, this has been, this has been a long time coming. We should have done this a long time ago because I've been talking about the benefits of this. And, and I keep promising everybody, like, this is one of my projects. Like, I'm working on this myself. And uh, I appreciate you kind of taking away a lot of the fear factor in it. So, uh, so thanks. So listen, everybody, um, this is just kind of a simplified approach to it. This is just kind of a, a really um, a way to kind of demystify. I think I've said that 12 times now, demystify this process because it seems like it's complicated. It seems like all this. So it's really not. It isn't to me. And if it isn't to me, it probably shouldn't be to you. But again, what makes this simple is having somebody take you by the hand and show you step by step exactly what to do somebody that's figured out all of the the wrong moves where not to drill how to screw up the drill how to do everything 
wrong, they've already done that wrong. And this has been a process that that uh, Caleb has done, and a lot of people have tried to mimic this, but he has really put together a very comprehensive step-by-step approach for this, and his mission is to get this out to everybody. So you can actually get a free copy of this, um, of exactly see exactly how to do it um, to demystify it even more. There's number 15 I said demystify, but so anyway, all you have to do is go over to his website and you can go check it out over at www.undergroundguns.com and uh, and pick up your own copy and get this started. Um, I'd love to. I'm, I'm gonna get started on mine here and um, we'll compare notes here. All right, so uh, we'll compare pictures of. of uh, <laughs> All right, awesome, Caleb. Really appreciate it. And until our next Modern Combat and Survival broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. <laughs>